Coming at you with the smooth jazz of today, it's Ananth Veluvali, host of the new podcast, The Extemper's Bible. For global citizens curious about U.S. and international politics, and extempers who want to get closer to the speech and debate community, this is the podcast for you. Each week on The Extemper's Bible, we'll take a closer look at the news, extemp strategy, book recommendations, interviews, and more. It is the place every extemper wanted, all in one. Coming to you, it's the Extemper's Bible. When I started this podcast, I realized I didn't want a bunch of drab, 30-minute long episodes, but quick analytical bits, so that each extemper knew just enough to be dangerous. With so much news out there, it's important that we digest only the most pertinent information and deliver it in a streamlined and fashionable manner. Now, with all of the coronavirus coverage, I wanted to take a break and address something else that's pretty controversial, and yet few people know about it. A transformative Supreme Court case that is currently being heard, known as June Medical Services LLC versus Russo. But before we can get to that, we have to establish the backdrop of the Supreme Court case. Every abortion case has to meet the undue burden standard, established in the 1992 Supreme Court case Planned Parenthood v. Casey. That is, are there excessive regulations on an abortion without a clear public health advantage? If there are, then that law is unconstitutional. Now, in 2016, the Texas legislature, citing public health benefits, passed a law which required abortion clinics to have admission privileges at a nearby hospital if they wanted to continue to perform abortions. Partially as a result of this bill, only 19 out of 42 abortion clinics remained open in Texas. Eventually, this case made its way all the way to the Supreme Court, and on a 5-3 decision, at the time Antonin Scalia had died, this law was struck down. Now, four years later, a nearly identical law from Louisiana is being tested in the courts, with only one key difference, the buildup of the Supreme Court. If this case is successful, it would undermine precedent established by the Texas case from four years ago and drastically change the landscape of abortion politics in America, likely prompting a flurry of legal challenges to abortion rights. So, let's get to the facts. In 2014, the Louisiana government passed a law which required doctors performing an abortion to have admission privileges at a state-authorized hospital within 30 miles of their abortion clinic. If you don't know what abortion privileges are, don't worry, you're not alone. Basically, these grant doctors the ability to admit patients to a particular hospital. To access such a privilege, most hospitals require that doctors admit a certain number of patients or more. A quota, if you will. And here lies the main premise of the legal challenge. June Medical Services has asserted that because abortions are a safe medical procedure, it's near impossible to meet such a quota of sending a certain number of patients to the hospital. Their clinic specifically has sent only 4 out of 70,000 cases, or 0.005% of all of their patients, throughout the entire history of their operations. A clearly tiny number by anyone's margin. Furthermore, the Louisiana law requires the hospital to be within 30 miles of the abortion clinic. In 2017, there were only four clinics providing access to abortion access across the state of Louisiana, 
which means chances are a lot of Louisiana women are driving a long ways to get access to an abortion. This is problematic for reasons best articulated by Vox, which explained that many abortion clinics perform medication abortions, meaning that the patient is given pills to take in the comfort of their own home. Even if a complication does arise, this patient is unlikely to seek care from a hospital near the clinic. They will seek care from a hospital close to their home, which is likely outside of the 30-mile radius prescribed by the Louisiana law. In other words, a bunch of women who are drove a long way to receive medication abortions would be denied care in a hospital 30 miles outside of a clinic, yet closer to their home, which adds an unnecessary complication in the case of a medical emergency. Now, you're probably wondering what the other side is saying. Russo and the state of Louisiana have argued that the court's decision in Whole Women's Health, the Texas case aforementioned, apply to Texas and Texas only. They've articulated that it is easier to get admitting privileges in Louisiana than Texas, so the undue burden standard doesn't apply because admitting privileges in Louisiana are far easier to get. And, moreover, it's beneficial for women's health as admitting privileges will ensure that Louisiana and women are getting the best treatment possible. But the more damning argument that they've tried to make is that even if their law is unconstitutional, June Medical Services has no legal standing to sue them to begin with. As the state of Louisiana argues, the plaintiffs lack standing, which means that they haven't shown that the law affects their own, quote, legal rights and interests. Indeed. They've asserted that the plaintiffs don't have their patients' interests at heart, and even if patients did have a problem with Louisiana's law, then they should be the ones suing, not clinics like June Medical Services. However, this argument is problematic insofar as countless recipients of an abortion have a hard time bringing a own, their own legal suit and lack the same financial and legal resources to launch a grand challenge to a state like Louisiana. Keep in mind, they recently made a harrowing decision when they decided to have an abortion, one that already adds emotional pressure to them. And as a result of this, since 1976, the Supreme Court has allowed for a doctrine known as third-party standing. This allows for third parties close to the most directly affected, like women in Louisiana, to sue instead. Now, if this doctrine is suddenly nullified, then the legal standing of the plaintiff could become a lot less clear and open up the doors to challenges not only on this case, but previous Supreme Court cases where third-party standing was used, including Planned Parenthood v. Casey, where the undue burden standard was established. So, how will the Supreme Court likely rule on this case? To be quite frank, I don't know. From 1946 to 2016, the Supreme Court overturned precedent only 2% of the time, which means that they almost definitely respect the ruling issued in the 2016 Texas abortion case. Additionally, legal defense on behalf of the defendant has been shoddy, and they've contradicted themselves several times, which is something that the judges, including most importantly John Roberts, or the ideological middle of the Supreme Court, has called them out on. But at the same time, we're living in an era where the past doesn't really apply anymore, and where our po politics are markedly defined by polarization. And consequently, 
the Supreme Court might rule in favor of the defendant, a move which might not completely overturn Roe v. Wade, but further constrict its legacy into legal meaninglessness. And as such, for all we know, abortion could be in jeopardy, and it's really up for the Supreme Court to decide. I just want to thank everybody for tuning in on this day's episode of the Extemper's Bible. Just let me know if you have any questions or ideas for future podcast episodes, if you want to schedule an interview, and above all else, tell everybody about this podcast. It really helps not only me, but the Extemp community as a whole. Until next time, I'll see y'all. Thank you.